Hello. Hello. I can hear there you now. There he is. Yeah. All right. All right. As you can hear, I've got another fighter with me. I've got Kent Kalpenin. Is that right? Yes, this is correct. Thank you. All right. Professional fighter. He's fighting on Bellator 200. How's it going? Yeah, very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad. All right. We'll get straight into it because I know you're a busy guy. <laughs> Just about, yeah. <laughs> Bellator 200. It's a massive card. How excited are you to be on the, uh, to be on the card? Yeah. Such a big card. It's huge, isn't it? I think it's like 20 odd fights, I think, from yeah, prelims like to main. 21, is it? 21 or yeah, 20? 21, I think. 21, yeah. And you look at the names on there, there ain't, there ain't no one on there who shouldn't be on there. Yeah, well, I've got a few of them written down. Also, you've got, well, the main event or the co main event, we don't know, hasn't been decided yet, of Crocop uh, v. Roy Nelson. Yeah. And then you've got Gay Good Masasi on there as well, Michael Venom Page, um, yeah, Bill Davis, good. Aaron Chambers. Chalmers. Chalmers. Tom Mens. Oh, yeah, and yourself. It's a yeah. stacked yeah. card. Oh, uh, it, it's, yeah, I, I honestly, when I got asked to be on it, I, when I found out, look at the card fully, I was like, wow, like, it's like a privilege to be on that card, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's one of the things I was going to ask you. So, with you being on this card, is it a contract you've got with Bellator or is it just one fight? Uh, it's one fight, one fight. So, um, I'm obviously, I'm looking to obviously win it. And then hopefully get something else on it. See, do you think they're the Bellator now with a card like this? Do you think they're keeping up with the cards that the UFC are putting out? Obviously, in some people's eyes, the the superstars of the fighters are a bit different on a scale. But even with a card like that they're pulling out now, it's massive. It's one of the one of the events of the year. Um, yeah, no, I think. With Bellator, they need, they need to break into the UK area. They, they've done, is it one or two shows now? Uh, two, I think. Two. And the first one, I don't, I don't believe it was, it, was, it was as good as they could have done. Because I think it's um, Kimbo Slice, and he pulled out, obviously, because he passed away. Um, so I think they, they lost a lot of um, a lot of views on that. But the, the second one they did was at Newcastle with Bama. They, they, really, they really hit out really well. Um, so I think what they've done, they've just looked at it and just gone, right, let's just stack it. With uh, with some really really high end profile fighters and then some good end high end uh, UK fighters and and see where they go with it because again they have to compete with to keep with the UFC they've got such a big roster haven't they it's humongous yeah so I think they've got to realise where they've got to push on from there as well to become more even even better than the UFC in my opinion yeah see the thing for me is uh, it's more networking that the UFC do, obviously. They've got the deal with BT, which ends this year. Um, and they're on about doing the one with BT Sport and making it pay-per-view uh, with the UFC between £5 and £15 per pay-per-view. And obviously, Bellator's not shown in the UK, like the one that was at the weekend with Frank Mayer and uh, Fedor Emelianenko. A lot of people were disappointed that they couldn't watch it. Well, that's it. People would have to go through streams, uh, illegal streaming, which obviously no one wants that. Um, I'm sure there's TV companies who would be happily jump on it. Well, you I think would. with uh, the BT Sport deal and ending with the UFC this year, if they can't pick up some sort of arrangement with a pay-per-view deal, obviously then they'll lose that. But they'll lose so much revenue with the UFC. A Bellator is just the next best thing, basically. Oh, yeah. They'll keep up the contracts and the fan base by taking another fight organization on straight away. Oh, of course, yeah. They'll keep. They'll keep. Um, all the fighters who uh, all the people who enjoy watching fighting on BT Sport you know what I mean they, they want to keep if they don't get the UFC they want Bellator if they don't get Bellator they want 
they want Bama. If they don't get Bama, they want Cage Wars. They want anything. If they can, they need to get a fight show on that, obviously they're going to lose a lot of views from that. Yeah. So you think for me, that's the reason. I've, the only reason I've got BT Sports for the UFC. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's one reason. So if, if and what, how many fights the UFC must do? What probably about what 40, 30, 40 shows a year, thirty shows a year. Uh, on BT Sport, they've only got sixteen because the fight pass one. Uh, there were ones like they're in Australia or the lower cards, the fight yeah. night ones. Um, sometimes they either only have the May event or they're only on Fight Pass. Yeah, so you get to watch 16 shows a year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so they, they do a lot of shows. So, yeah, they, of course, they, they need, BT Sport need people. Uh, they, need a, they need a fight show, a big fight show like that on there. Yeah. On the scale of talking, like, fan base and stuff like that, um, with this whole fiasco with Aaron Chalmers and his contract and taking uh, someone to court about it, do you think it's good having people like him that are going to bring the other side of fans Instead of normal fight fans, they're going to bring other celebrity fans, obviously like fans of him, to the fighting game to watch yeah, look, shows and yeah. stuff. No, look, Charm, Charm is he's they, he's only had three fights as his fourth, um, and he's he's bring he's bringing a lot of crowd to and where people who had never watched fighting in life, girls who never watched fighting in life, guys who never watched fighting in life, they're they're watching it because of him. So yes. and like again, I'm on the same card he's on and. People are going to be tuning in. There's, there's a million people more than normally watching it because he's on that card. There's a million more people going to see me fight. Yeah. So he's he's boosting the ratings of people. It's a great idea to get him in. Like he loved doing it. So straight away, as soon as he's done it, great idea getting him to Bellator. Yeah. And obviously he's he's not bad at half bad at fighting as well. Three fights and he's finished all three of them. Yeah. He's, I think it's had three minutes in the octagon. I think it's been. Yeah. So he's done well. Like he's done very well. You can't you can't knock him. At the end of the day. He's 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 got to fight the people who put in front of him, so he fights yeah, exactly them. same as everyone. Uh, but with the fan base side of it, it it's good for, for the sport. Basically, more fan base is good fan base. Yeah, no, completely, hundred um, percent. And they you, you want people who are going to attract people. You know what I mean? You're you're not going to you're not going to say Conor McGregor. No, nah, I don't want you in, don't want you in Conor McGregor because you're not good enough. When everyone wants to see Conor McGregor, yeah. You know what I mean? Aaron Chambers, everyone watches Aaron Chambers. They've, they've seen him on TV for six, seven years now. Everyone loves him. So they're, they're going to, everyone wants to see him fight. So it's a, it's a very smart idea. I'd put him on a 10 fight contract. Yeah, this is the uh, argument I have with people. It's like when they say about Conor McGregor, people, people I know, my missus can't stand him, but she'll tune in to watch him in the hope that he gets knocked out. But she's still tuning in to watch him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> people yeah. don't care if you win, lose, or draw. They're yeah. tuning in to watch something happen to this yeah. person. Whether 99% no, no, of the people want to see Aaron Thomas get knocked out. But yeah. he'll win, and then he'll get another fight, and everyone will watch again. And then there'll be even more people watching. Yeah. It's the same with John Jones. People do it with John Jones. They watch John Jones to hopefully watch him get beat. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course there is. There's, there's loads of fighters out there who we, we tune into to see just, oh, yeah, go on, let's, get, let's see him get knocked out. <laughs> right. So, obviously, you've got this massive card coming up. What's the end goal for 2018 for you? I just again, I did I did my promo today for Bellator, and uh, the questions they're asking is the same. Basically, it's the same answer to me. It's I don't I don't I don't mind. I just I love to fight. I, I love being in the ring. I'll fight anywhere, anytime, any place. I'll fight anyone. Like I don't I don't mind where where it is. I just I just want to fight. And all my my idea is to progress. So I got I was on Bama now. I'm on Bellator. I want to I want to I want to go up. I wanna, if I if I can't do Bellator. If I win this fight and they don't offer me another one, I want to do Bama again. If they if I don't offer that, then I'll, I'll try and find the highest show I can. I just want to fight and I want to be 
I want to fight the best people around. Like I, I took Fabian. Like I'm, I'm 86 kilos walking around. I shouldn't really. I, sh- I fight at 77. I should be, but I took Fabian because it was offered to me, and I, I'm not going to say no because it's the only fight they offered for me. So I was like, yeah, let's take it. Yeah. See, obviously, yeah, yeah. I've seen quite a bit of your, your trash talking, and obviously, you sent me that message that you sent to him and stuff. Um, which was really funny. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't really trash talking from my behalf. He 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 was doing all the trash talking. I was just taking it and like showing that I, it didn't bother me. Like he's calling me a pub fighter and I'm um, Kent is fucked and I'm fat. And like I, I went, I, I sent him videos of me getting on the piss and I said I um I, t- I got a, a mask which said Kent is fucked on it and 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 showed that to him. So <laughs> yeah, I, I just it wasn't me trash talking. It's doing everything he he was trash talking, but I was just turning it out against him, saying like I don't really care. Yeah, so he was do, do, talking all the shit, and you were just trying to make it a laugh, sort of thing. Yeah, I was just twisting it to make it funny. Obviously, it promotes it for both of you guys and uh, makes him look stupid in the process. Yeah, exactly. Like in the daylight, I'm not. I'm everyone. Everyone wants to hear people trash talk, but I don't. I don't. It's not me. I don't care. Like, I just want to fight. I just want to get in that ring. I want to swing some leather, knock me out, or I knock you out. Happy days. Let's go home. Yeah, and. Uh... Obviously, the result didn't go your way against him, but landing that big shot when you rushed in, I bet that was sweet. No, I bet you, you felt like a kid at Christmas when you hit that shot and dropped him. I, I, said, I, said, this, I said this to him earlier on the promo. I said, um, I said it wasn't, like, if you watch it, it was a chopping shot. Like, he's very tight. It was just, it was about six, seven inches. Probably not even that. It's probably about four or five inches where I've swung connected, where I didn't have like a real big swing on it. I just had a little bang, a little chop shot. Yeah. Um, and like I said, he's hit the floor. And he's bounced back, boom, straight away. And I was, obviously, stupidly, I got all excited, like a little kid at Christmas, like you said, <laughs> ran over and was like, ah, oh, come on, let's do it. Pre-ejaculated, got tapped out. That's how it goes in fighting. Like, yeah, it's just one like, of them things, really. I should have just stepped back up and said, right, let's stand back up. Yeah. Well, I've seen your results on Tapology. Like I say to everyone, I don't really, I'm not going by it by 100%, because most of the time, well, some of the time it's wrong. But you've had three wins and seven KOs. And you finished um, one of them in 10 seconds. How does that work out? Three wins, seven KOs? You mean no, three wins. wins by sub. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Was it three and by seven sub? wins by TKO. Was it, was, it, was, it, was it three by sub? Uh, yeah, so that's on topology. Three by sub and seven by TKO. KO. I, thought, I thought it was eight and two, but it might be three. Uh, yeah, that was... Um, I can't remember the kid's name. I fought him down in Bournemouth um, on Phoenix Fight Night Show. Um, middleweight, I think that was. Yeah, I think I was middleweight. And I've got the video. They, they, for some reason, they never gave me the video, but they put a promo video on the show and I recorded it off my phone, but then they deleted the video. There's no <laughs> video of it, which really annoys me. Um, but I've got, I've got a little crappy video on my phone. I was like, it was literally walked out, touch clubs, he stepped forward, stepped forward again as I dropped overhand right and I've caught him and he's, he's gone to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you finished another one in 46 seconds as well. You don't like spending much time in there, do you? Oh, I mean, why do I want to... No, of course I don't. I want to get in and get <laughs> Well, out yeah, obviously, don't... I know the end game's to, to finish the fight as quick as possible and uh, get out <laughs> unhurt. I just want to get in the pub quick enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, as you were saying about uh, you fighting it and walking around at a certain weight, uh, Tapology says you, you rank 37 out of 183 current fighters at middleweight. And a light and heavyweight as well? Yeah, and light heavyweight, you're ranked number 22. Yeah, and I haven't fought light heavyweight for a year now, I think it is. So, yeah, obviously. And then uh, I've seen you retweet the other rankings as well. You were nine, was it? Or eight? On Twitter the other day? 
a few weeks uh, ago. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, that, I think so. Yeah, I think it is nine is or eight. Well, was that a well weight? Was it? Uh, not sure. I'm not sure. Do you plan on staying at one weight, or <laughs> is it like you said, just wherever the the fights are offered to you, you'll take it? Obviously, because you love to fight. Yeah. Um, now I will because I'm li- I I am down to about eighty five kilos walking around. Um, so I I will just cut the seventy seven and stick at seventy seven, depending on how easy it is to cut. Or I'll just go back up to 90 kilos and cut the 84. It all depends on on how easy the cutting is for the next for the 77 kilos. I used to do it when I was younger, when I was 19. I used to fight well weight and I cut to 77 and that was easy. Um, so it all depends on this next fight. I'll cut, fight, I depend on the cut. If the cut's easy, boom, I'll stay at 77 kilos. So do you find the cutting easy or is I've, it a bit I've, of a struggle for you? I can't, I can't remember the last time I cut, I cut for, cut for two middleweight fights. Um, I think it's Sean Lomaz. I've, I cut for him, but I only cut I only cut four kilos, and that's nothing. Like you can do that overnight. Um, it's when you've got to cut eight or nine. That's when you know it's a that's a bit more. Um, so again, we're gonna. I'm cut. I haven't cut that weight since I was uh, eighteen, nineteen, and I cut it fine then. So I'm hoping I can do it now. Good stuff, right? So you train with some of obviously you train at uh, Dragons Light MMA. What's it like training with some of the best the coaches and the best fighters in the UK and uh, Europe? Obviously, you oh. train with Brad. You've uh, trained a few times with Nad. Is he trained up there with you? Nad comes up to our gym. I haven't personally trained with Nad. No, he's he's been up to our gym before. Saeed's come over and taught um, all of our gym. Also, go down and change, uh, train at Dean's over in Windsor with likes of Phil Wells, um, over in Swindon as well, Scorpions, um, SVT, Swindon. I travel a lot. I go, I've been to Gloucester and trained up with Paul Sutherland. But like, I, the best person for me to train with is Brad. Like Brad Scott, he's yeah, he's phenomenal. Like he's he's so underrated. Um, I mean, so underrated. Um, and also we got Jack Eglin. If if he was if Jack Eglin was my weight, he'd be great to train with. Um, but we have got a new addition, um, a lad called Ashley Westover. He's just come back from. He's had his two year layoff, and he's just come back to start training again. And he is a phenomenal wrestler. I mean, phenomenal wrestler. Um, so we've got a great team. Like uh, Jack's obviously a little bit lighter, but Ash and Brad are my way. And obviously we've got we've got um, Andy Cockrum and Stu Pike, who are the main coaches. And, the, and then you've got Mark Kent, who's a who's a pro boxing coach. So we've got everything up there. Any plans to travel to America to go to any of them training camps over there? I I like being at home. I I, I don't I don't. It's Brad Brad's Brad's thing is going to America. He loves it over there. I I just want to be here. Like I want to. I'd rather. I I, I do all my training camps here. I I, I I I was thinking about going to Thailand. I thought no, I don't want to go to Thailand. I want to be here. Like I, I like being at home, waking up in my bed, going to training. You like your home comforts. Yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. So the fighting aside, I've got to ask you, why did you give up football to go to MMA? Is it because you couldn't punch people on the pitch? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Really <laughs> football. No, I, I love, I love, I loved football. I hate football now. Um, I quit about three years ago. I was playing for Chippenham Town Seven Prem. They're in the Conference South now. Um, I left them, and I just, I, I just, I love not having a. I'm not since I was about four. Every Saturday or Sunday, I've always played football, and up until I was twenty two, twenty three, I've always played football, and it's just. It's nice not having to wake up on Saturday night. I've got to travel two hundred miles to go play football. <laughs> yeah, like the money was good. Don't get me wrong; I love the money of it. But then it's just the whole day out. I missed. I can do things with my family. Or I can train 
and I just I just really started loving fighting even more. So it's just to the point where I was just like, you know, what? I'm not I'm not gonna. Yeah, uh, four hour on a trip on a Tuesday night for a seven o'clock kickoff and then back. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Not really worth it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you, you don't even get paid midweek. You only get paid on a Saturday, so you don't get paid. So you don't get double oh. bubble. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, you try and go to Churro away when you get back at three in the morning. Nah, <laughs> yeah, I actually looked for you, you Twitter earlier and seen that, <laughs> and you were like three a.m. bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have scrolled back quite far. Well, no, I don't tweet a lot, do I? Yeah, I was going to say you haven't got much on there. It's only a couple of months. <laughs> Well, yeah, about, about 30 tweets, if that. <laughs> um, yeah, still on the football side. How did it come about <laughs> that you're on the Shore adverts on them training videos? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to yeah. ask you. <laughs> um, a good a friend, a good friend of mine. He's he does he does the adverts for sure. Um, and he he goes up to like Everton, so he just rings me up and he he needs. He needs he needs a body in there. Somebody can stand there, look good on camera. Obviously me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, someone who can like you can you can kick a football or say or go in goal, and, and I can do that. So done it for years. And he just he rang me up one day and said, "Look, Ken, do you want to come along?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I do. I wouldn't mind meeting Wayne Rooney, Eden Hazard, William. You know what I mean? All the big names in football." And I've got photos of me on Instagram. Of course I'm going to meet him. Yeah, and I've seen you on Soccer AM. That must have been pretty good as well. Oh, Soccer AM, that was amazing. Jimmy Bullard is an absolute legend. He's so funny. Right, so do any of your old teammates or anything like that obviously try and pull your plonker and shit like that with uh, when you're fighting and stuff like that? Or uh, do they know you love a bit of a good joke? No, the old teammates, they, they they try to give it, but I again, I'm not... I've got good, I've got good banter, but... I just, I just, uh, like they all try to go, oh yeah, I'll do you in the cage. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, of course you will. You need to pay them, wouldn't it? Um, so, yeah, they, they they try to when I was at the football. Um, they always used to try to. But then there's a couple of the lads I used to train the box. Um, and they used to come to gym and that. And they know, I've given what I gave one ever I had a broken nose once. I didn't mean to, in all fairness. He stepped onto my jab and I just whipped it in and it, it split his nose. And we had to go, we had to go, we were Newport County at this point in time. We had to we, had, we turned up to Newport County and we had Justin Edinburgh looking at me going, So how'd you break your nose, Andy Sandow? And I was like I looked away and he's just staring at me and I was like, Oh no, nah, I gotta look away at this. <laughs> so do you miss playing at all? Obviously you said you hate you hate football now. Do you do you not miss playing at all? No, nah, not one bit. Literally not one bit. I the amount of people have rang me and if, if I get a phone call Probably got about ten phone calls beginning of the preseason last year, saying about coming to their team. I was like, nah, rather not. Like, hundred fifty quid, two hundred quid, two fifty. I was like, no, not happening. I, like, <laughs> See, I know what it's like to have your Saturdays back. Obviously, I didn't play. Well, through my injury, I haven't played now since the end of last season. And the time you get is free, and you realise how much you appreciate Saturday mornings now. Uh, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Waking up at like ten, eleven o'clock, and going for a breakfast and and just have, like just sit with your friend at Costa and have a little Costa, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not training twice a week and stuff like that. The hour before and then the hour after training. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's train from 8 till 9pm. No, I don't want to train from 8 till 9pm. I get home at quarter to 10. What do you mean? I don't want to train that late. You're stupid. There's me talking about training. I haven't been to a training session in about five years. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you know what a training session is? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube training session. Yeah, what is this training people speak of? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, obviously, I asked you about your, your end goal for this year. Is that the same sort of end goal you've got for the career, or what is the uh, the end goal, obviously? 
for your fighting career? What, the end goal? Is it like when I finish? Yeah, no, what would you, where do you want to be? Where do you want to finish up? Um, what achievements do you want to get? Obviously a title. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Like, I'd like, I'd like to, if I made it, if Bellator signed me for 10 fights or UFC ever signed me for 10 fights, I'd like to fight light heavyweight, middleweight and welterweight. I would, I would go. Do you know what? I would fight all three weights. I'd say to him, I'd say, look, I walk around, I'd walk around, I'd, I'd put myself up to ninety kilos. I'd say, I'd walk around at ninety kilos, cut to eighty-four and cut to seventy-seven if I had to. Um, and I'd say, look, just let me fight all three weight. I'd love to be someone who fights all three weight classes. Like I've already done that. To be fair, I fought on a show called Raged, and I fought, I fought heavyweight, light heavyweight, and middleweight. But I'd like to do it on the big stage. Quite small for a light heavyweight, aren't you? How tall are you? Six foot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought you were a bit shorter than that. Oh, cheers, mate. Thanks. <laughs> well, when I see you, I thought you were a bit shorter than that. Like, <laughs> what, what are you next to you me and Pratt, you're a bit seven, smaller. Then. You are. You must be six foot seven if you're towering over me like that. Six two, I am. Uh, yeah, I am six foot. Yeah. Oh, I just thought you were a bit, a bit, a bit too small. Hey, it for says us. on topology, I'm six foot, so I'm six foot. <laughs> you taking it as six foot? <laughs> no, I did. No, to be fair, I did have to get measured. I got a um, doctor's thing, and they said, oh, you're, well, literally like. 0.1 millimeters out of six foot, so I'll try it. <laughs> right, so current rankings in whatever organization, who would be your perfect matchup right now in whatever weight and why? What, who would I love to fight again? Yeah, well, Conor McGregor because of the money, <laughs> Floyd, Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather because of the money, <laughs> CM Punk because of the money, Aaron Chalmers for the money, like. Again, like it's a business. This sport is, and in the day, same as boxing, it's a business. Anything, I I want to make some, I want to make some money out of it before I end. Just, just to have like, so I can go. Yeah, like I made that much money for that fight. Like, a mate of mine, he, he, he ex boxer, is he, he, the love thing I love to say about him. Say, oh, what was the best fight you had? I had this fight. I made a hundred grand off it. I was like, yeah, I, just... so I, I uh, spoke to Corey McKenna yesterday, and. Uh... Basically, it was. I was saying to her that at the end of the day, because I was speaking about that uh, Leslie Smith, who's obviously had her contract cancelled with the UFC, and she's trying yeah. to trying to sue them. Basically, at the end of the day, for fighters, it is a job. You have to make money from it. That's it. And like with all this fiasco that's gone on with Conor McGregor and stuff like that, people are saying, "Oh, people that are going to sue him, like Michael Chiesa and Ray Borg and stuff like that, they're only going to get so much out of him." Well, they're not because at the minute, not in a as. A bad thing for Ray Borg is son's not very well, yeah. so he's missed out on near on a hundred grand in cool. show money and stuff yeah, like that. Of course, that in America you have to pay for hospital bills, so yeah, yeah he's he's not making any money. So Conor McGregor's going to get fucked basically, and obviously Michael Chiesa, the promo money and stuff. It's not just the show money that you're making or the sponsorship money you're making. Obviously, there's more to it than that. So it is a job at the end of the day. You still have to make money. Yeah, of course. No one, no one, realistically, no one loves being hit in the face. I'm, a, I'm, I'm probably a rare exception. You can ask anyone at my gym. I love being hit in the face. It's weird. I like being punched. I like being in the ring. I like sparring. I like fighting. I've, I've taken, I've taken boxing fights, and I've ended up having a boxing fight for fifty quid, just because I really like fighting. Like, I don't. But then I sit there and think, well, why am I getting hit for fifty quid? Like. I can make some good money out of this instead of fifty quid. So, I want to. I want to make. I want to be. I want to be. I'd love to be able to fight like t- 10, 20 grand. I'd love to be able to go. Yeah, I fought for twenty grand. Like you fight on Saturday, you did for fun. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. No, I did. I did do it for fun, yeah. <laughs> and for you, it genuinely was fun. Your opponent didn't find it too funny. But... No, no, no. I, I, I like to, again, I like to mess around. I like to have a laugh and get in a ring and I just throw some bombs and happy yeah, days. See you later. For people that don't know, Kent had a boxing match on Saturday and they asked for a promo picture and he sent a picture of a Snapchat. Were you a bunny rabbit or something? I was a dog holding a, what is the dog? It's like little, little, little dog. Uh, it's a, a Snapchat filter, and he had a nose and ears and rosy red cheeks, and he used that as his promo picture. Yeah, and, and it was a, the dog was a pug. Like I was holding a pug in one hand, and I had the Snapchat of a dog ears and dog snap. <laughs> his opponent didn't find it too funny. He got a little bit angry, and I was like, "You do not respect me." I was like, "Mate, look, I respect all fighters. I, I love, I love the fact that people get in the ring and they fight." Like that's 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 what we do. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not gonna take that. It's just a bit of light-hearted fun, and it was. It was a bit of a fun boxing fight for me. And at the end, I said, look, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And he's like, oh, yeah, cheers, mate. I think I said, as long as I could fight next weekend, I'd be happy. Well, I found it, found it quite amusing. Obviously, yeah, quite the same, like, you respect the fighters that are getting in there and doing it. Some take it more serious than others. Yeah. For you, it was a bit of fun. For him, obviously, it was a bit more serious. And he thought you were just taking the piss out of him, not yeah. Yeah. the whole thing. Which in all shows it is for me. It's fun. I love being at the big stage. I just like having fun. I don't. I love. I get people have got to take it serious. They've got to do their thing to gear them up and get themselves in the zone. But I just want to have fun. I just enjoy it. Like I like the. I love it. I I embrace it. It's it's an enjoyable thing. I don't want to be sat there going, oh God, I'm doing this fight. Or yeah, I want to win this fight. Of course I do. But fights are fighting their day, isn't it? Right. I know you're a busy guy, so I'll let you get on. The top man. Thank you very much for your, your chat. No, um, thank you. Thank look you for forward to watching you at Bellator. Thank you. Um, if you've got any shout out sponsors, anyone you shout out, yeah, I got, away. Um, yeah, I got, you know, what I mean, my bad boy supplements. Um, I fix uh, Richard Henley, um, at building constructions, uh, James Arabaghi, um, all PayYE solutions. I've got Sheaf, uh, Dom at Create World. Um, I got Will Edwards at Fit First Step in Caution. He's brilliant because he gives me all my massages and my my personal training for free on strength and conditioning. Um, so yeah, they, they these guys have honestly really, really, really helped me. Um, I, I literally without any of them, I would have been struggling. Like I wouldn't love to do what I'd be able to do. So that massive shout out to those guys. And obviously Mark Kent, Stu Pike, Brad Scott, Andy Cockrum, Jack Eglin, Ashley Westover. The whole Dragons Air team and contender team, like everyone else who's actually helped me train, like who's actually said, "Yeah, come to my gym, help us train." Like Phil Wells has took me took me places with him, Craig Wallins, like they've they've all helped me. Like everyone, there's too there's so many people who have just gone, "Oh yeah, come along, Ken, help come train with us," and they've really helped me. Like, like I said, Paul Sutherland's gym, they were brilliant for me. Um, That's he, uh, Shay Mills's coach, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Paul was so welcoming to me. Like said, "Come along." Scorpions in Swindon SVT, they were they were exactly the same. And then Dean's locked down in Windsor. They they've all been absolutely brilliant and asking me to come along and help and help them train and help me train. Um, but obviously, like the main ones, the sponsor said first, and then obviously the Dragons Lair lights who have all they the Dragons Lair contender. I, I you know what I mean. There's just something else. Good stuff. It's good. Lots of talent coming out. Obviously, with people like Jack Eglin and stuff coming from the gym as well. Ah, oh, phenomenal kid. And then we got two Polish lads, Polish one and Polish two. Them two are nasty. Yeah, they, I mean they are they are some naughty kids. Them two. You wouldn't believe <laughs> they're fifty-two years old. No, I'm joking. They're not. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to sort out a translator so I can get them on a podcast. 
Yeah, like, with a they couple of Polish guys. So they get, they can they can speak good English. So yeah, I'm gonna try and organise it with them. But yeah, when uh, one of them finished with that choke, yeah, uh, yeah, no, um, Polish number two was in a choke for 30 seconds. Yeah, that a rear was... naked choke, full spread, body was open as anything, and he was, his defence was to punch the guy in the face, and he didn't get choked out. Yeah. I said, and I the said, other one that I finished said, it as well. That was yeah, he. yeah, second round he finished it. But I said to him in the break, I said, I said, was that tight? He said, yeah, it was tight for thirty seconds. I said, mate, you in the choke for thirty seconds? Oh right. <laughs> yeah, them two are nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they say they they're great because he's got Jack Eglin at their weight, so yeah, he is a force to be reckoning with. Yeah, all right. If you want to shout out, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Ah, it's all just Ken Calvin and you know what I mean. I'm. I'm I'm quite boring, to be fair. Like, <laughs> quite a basic. I am very basic, honestly. I'm one guy that loves to fight and get pissed. Yeah, that's... honestly, who doesn't? <laughs> I spent I spent two years getting pissed the night before my fight because I, it was a ritual. Me and my mate Carl Mallison, another shout out, Spartan's Jim Carl Mallison, phenomenal lad. Me and him every night before a fight, me and him got pissed. I mean, we got so bladdered till three in the morning. Woke up, went and played football, and went and had a fight. I did that about seven times. Ridiculous. <laughs> You and Brad are like brothers. Um, we're completely, we're, we're very different. He's very witty, and he's, I love his personality. We're we're like the same. We love it. We love a good, I love a good drink, and we we, we love chatting shit. I love to fight as well. Yeah. <coughs> right. Thank you very much. Nah, thank you, my friend. I'll, I'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. Yeah. You must have known I was a Tottenham fan and wanted to watch a football. Never heard of Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks again for the Cheers, chat, mate. my friend. Yeah, right, speak to you later. Bye bye.